The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Gadigal land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back to Your Safe Space. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and today on the show, I'm joined by sex educator, adult store owner, and host of the Missionary University podcast, AJ Paps. You've definitely seen him all over your TikTok for you page giving the best sex advice and I honestly loved having this chat with him. I learned so much from AJ, the conversation was really juicy and I'm not going to lie, I'm not sure if you guys can tell but it definitely got a little bit flirty in here. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to your safe space AJ, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, I've been been excited for this one. The minute you told me I was excited, I was like alright rap, can't wait. I'm pretty excited. I feel like this has been a long time coming. I've wanted you on for ages. So thank you so much for making the time for us. Now, I just got to say one thing before we get started. Okay. I know it's been a long time coming. I've told you off camera. I'm going to sound fucking proud. Well, am I allowed to swear? You're allowed to swear. Oh, it's man. a safe space. I'm fucking proud of you, man. Like, thank you. You literally are the, the definition of how to do a breakup properly. Thank you. Like you came, you had your breakup and then look, boom. Now you've created, you literally manifested it. A safe space for everyone to talk about it. Let me go, you. Yeah, we love the manifestation here. Thank you so much. You know what I mean? Thank you. I feel like we started following each other, yeah, when I was like down bad. I was like heartbroken girly. But now look. Look at you now. We're thriving. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's in a thriving girly era. Yeah. Keep it going. Thank you. Oh, that's a nice way to start the show. You're the best. You know, I feel like you got to give people their, their pro- uh, props when they're here. You gotta give it, you gotta give them their roses, especially when they come from bad breakups with fuck boys. Yeah, they come out swinging, and look at you now. Now you're creating like you probably didn't have anyone to do this for you, and now you've created a platform. It's crazy to help everyone else. So I'm so grateful. Well, very similar to you, really, because your platform helps a lot of people, and we'll get into that in a second. But my first question, or how we run these Sunday episodes, is we have a little segment that's called "What's Taking Up Space." Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily a bad thing it can be a good thing it can be something that's taking up like physical space mental space and i want to ask you what's taking up space in your life at the moment if you're happy to share with the podcast of course it's a safe space yeah. so sweet um taking up space i think oh, a lot going on at the moment i think you know uh, i'm building out multiple different businesses i'm building out multiple different courses i'm moving houses i'm deciding whether like where i'm gonna go if i'm gonna go bigger if i'm gonna go smaller easy Yes. That's a lot of changes at once as well. Yeah, it's crazy. Especially because i got the dog. I've got to negotiate. Like, he's coming with me. It's like a package We love deal. Remy. We do love Remy. Shout out to Remy. Shout out, big Remy. Tell the listeners uh, what breed and how old is Remy. Remy <laughs> is a, I'm going to sound like one of their mums, you know, yeah. he's 24 months. <laughs> like, he is a 18-month-old uh, Griddle. He's, so he's a big boy. He was the runt of the litter. So, like, no one wanted him. He was rejected. I'm like, come on. You're coming home with me. You're coming home with me. <laughs> so he's part of that. And they're like, now the apartment that I'm in now, because I, I had an apartment obviously before. And then when I got him, I had I was moving and I had to say to him, they're like, oh, we don't really accept dogs. I'm like, that's bullshit. I'm paying $50 more a week. Oh, okay, fine. Not yeah. a problem. <laughs> not a problem because it's illegal. But anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. no, uh, i got so much going on. Excited. Uh, yeah, li- life's just lifing yeah. at the moment. I think I'm just f- flowing. But What's taking up space? Work. Now, I'm a huge fan of you. I've been following Thank you for you. a long time. I know what you do. But for some of our listeners who maybe aren't across your content or aren't across you, can you give us a little bit of a rundown? I'm a humanitarian. Okay. No, no. <laughs> so um, I own multiple adult businesses, both physical and online. Actually, 
that's what's taking up my space because I'm selling the physical store. Okay. Um, I have multiple adult businesses. Uh, I would say I'm a sex educator. I've been in an adult business. I would business. say that you're yeah. a sex educator, yeah. Underqualified, but like, yeah, um, sex educator, been doing it for 10 years. So like a long time. It was a family business for 25 years before, like total. So I was pretty much born into it. I'd created TikTok to like like us, like you. My journey pretty much started on TikTok too. Yeah. I created TikTok just to give like free advice to people and then it it's blew up. up. Really? Like and I was like, okay, people must learn like learning how to have better sex. And then yeah. Yeah. So you said family business, right? I've also done my research on you. I think you said that you were thirteen when you found out about I was. the family business. I was. How was that? Properly. I think thirteen, like you're a male, you come into your own, you start watching like naughty videos and you get them <laughs> when back when we had the um, the Nokia's and they used to send the videos, the phone eroticas like you learn and then yeah. obviously uh, my parents sat me down and like well this is what we do for business was that awkward no not really it was chill my, my, just to make it clear my family is very like normal like you yeah. wouldn't think like if you saw my mom you wouldn't <laughs> think that we own adult businesses like it's weird like you're like yeah i'm like yeah like so it was very normal it's sex is still not very like a talked about it's talked about, but we don't go. Op- I don't openly say, "Oh my god, I did this, I did that," or "We yeah, did this, yeah. we did that." It's like my mum still says, "Like what you do is your business. I don't want to know about it. You keep your willy bear to yourself. Don't the like boundaries. you know boundaries." Yeah. And again, I, I don't want to know anything fucking they do either. Like, <laughs> ew. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the world has come a long way, maybe since oh. then. It was so taboo, and I think that's what I love so much about your content. Like you talk about things that people don't talk about. That maybe people are. Scared to talk about. It's a very vulnerable, vulnerable thing. A lot of people don't have like people that they grew up with speaking about it. I mean, yeah. I was very obviously grew up in different circumstances, but I've had conversations with people. Like I was at a actually I was at a, a psychic's house that I used to go to. Oh, yeah, I know saucy. Ooh. And she's like, "Oh, my friend's gonna be here. Like, don't talk about what you do for work because she hasn't like I've been friends with her for years. She hasn't said anything about it to me. Like, she doesn't really talk about that stuff. Blah blah. Anyway." I went over within two minutes. She was telling me how she eats her boyfriend's ass and everything. I was like, <laughs> and my, my the psychologist was looking at me like, how the fuck do you do that? Yeah, like, it's, it's what I do. Like I don't. I I think the thing is because I've been doing it for so long, people just naturally feel comfortable around me to talk about it. I don't yeah. see and judge when your boyfriend's ass at your boyfriend's ass. Like, yeah, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with your energy though, because people will feel comfortable to open up to you if you have that energy. I'm like a safe space, but like yeah. Me. <laughs> You know, safe space. It's like how I feel in here. That's how I try to be. Yeah, safe space for uh, sex and all fun things. Now, I want to know what some of the challenging things are, like in the adult industry. If you're happy to share, are there any challenging things that might take us by surprise, or that we challenging? I, I think like it's look. You we're currently in a world where everything's a fucking issue to people. Like everything's. A, I remember this is quote. It's like. You know, everyone in the world loves peaches, but there's always going to be that one motherfucker that doesn't like peaches, you know? So if I'm saying something, and like you would obviously know, by the way, fuck that person that said that shit about Franklin. I was pissed. (laughs) I seen that, I was like, that motherfucker. Like right at dawn. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like I'm all peace, love and happiness, but there's some topics that I'm like, fuck you. No, no, not the dogs. Leave leave my son. You know what I mean? Literally. mm, I remember someone fucking said something about Remy. I went, oh, I went, oh, I said, listen, I will fucking find you. (laughs) Anyway. um, But I think the biggest thing is because of the comment, like 
everyone's got a different opinion. Yeah. And because of the platform, people, you know, feel happy that they voice their opinion. Good on them. Yeah. But there's also people that hide behind, you know, screens and hide behind using their mother's Wi-Fi and they'll go throw comments that are unnecessary. That would be the only... I don't give a fuck about that stuff. But for me, it's like I've got tough skin. But to see, let's say, a, a woman who hasn't been able to pour out her stuff and then she goes on my stuff and comments and, like, asks for advice and then some fuckwit comes and comments on it. Yeah. Like, that's that's the only downfall of the adult industry. Like, you said it right, exactly. Like, the taboo is starting to lift. Yeah. It's less and less of a stigma. People are talking about it more. It's like, you know, you're seeing all these big creators uh, do toy brand, uh, toy deals and stuff like that. Yeah. And good on them. And that's how it should be. Sex should be like, I'm a bit of a traditionalist. I feel like there's some boundaries and stuff like that too. Of course. But go crazy. That would be the only issue I find with it. And the only thing I would face is obviously learn properly navigating a way so I get my point across to men, women, you know. We don't really get taught this stuff at school. No. It's like such a like high level, no. like very shallow, like you're not learning about like pleasure, like how to be more confident, like all these topics that you cover, I think is super interesting and important. Keep making that content, obviously, and keep helping people. Well, I have to, I have to you know, like yeah. men, it's like 2023, we still don't know where the clit is. Like <laughs> they don't even teach it. They don't even teach us geography as like human yeah. geography at school. We know where the fuck a penis is, but no one knows where the clit is. And like, Lucky most, we have AJ to teach us. Well, teach, most, teach the boys. You know, mo- <laughs> most, most, oh well, yeah, hard. <laughs> Actually, I, I love, another thing that triggers me is when Tell women me. come into the shop and they're like, how do you know you don't have a clit? Honey, I've been doing this so long, I pretty much might as well have a fucking clit. That's how long <laughs> I've been doing it for. Like, like that was like, how yeah. would you know you don't have a clit? Like, are you serious? Like, yeah, but, you know. you know, you have to educate people. Like, men don't realise that essentially your insides are designed to make a baby for reproduction and your clit is your pleasure centre. Yeah, yeah you're trying to like stick their willy bear and everything. Like, it, does, it doesn't do anything. I'm dying at the willy bear. Yeah, I know. My mom's, my mom's told me, she's like, you're not allowed to say penis and this and that. Like, say okay, willy bear. It's we'll less, stick to willy bear. It's less graphic, you know? <laughs> what is the wildest thing you've come across? Oh, fuck, I've come across. Oh. Tell me. Spill the tea. Share uh, like, with us. weird or like. But we're not like king shaming. We're not shaming. What might get warned? No, no, no. We're not. What's that saying? We're not going to yuck someone's yum. The weirdest, the, the weirdest thing, well, I have two. The, the most cutest one was, was like, I had this 94 year old man. He came up struggling to walk up the stairs because all adult stores in Sydney, they have to be upstairs premises. Why? Is that just like requirements? That's just the rules. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a bit weird. But um, <laughs> I've never been in a sex store, by the way. Oh, me either. It's my first. Should we go after? <laughs> Is that weird? No, that doesn't mean it like that. Um, We'll go one day. When you're in Sydney, I'll take sure, you. Sure, sure. As like, you know, that's not like, Yeah, you know, above board, everybody. Exactly, respectfully. The He was a 94-year-old guy. He walks up the stairs or thing. And I'm like, oh, how can I help you? And then he's like, look, you know, all due respect, all like candid, like my penis has died and like I still want to make love to my wife. So I'm, I'm hoping to get like a strap on that I can put my penis in and then still, I'm like, you that cute, cute little old, fu- that's a better fucking, <laughs> that's better than the notebook. I'm like, that yeah. is fantastic. That was, I was like, how cute is that? And did you help him? 100%. Okay. I got him the best strap on money can buy. Bless. He's out here probably still humping. Oh, well, no, that was about five years ago. So I'm like, Hope, Rest hope in peace. You. If not, if not, like you know, I'm proud of you. But um, the the set, the weirdest one, I'll never forget it because it fuck wigged me out. Was like I had this another I got probably about fifties came in, and he's like, oh look, I've been sent in by my son-in-law. It's like a late night. I didn't have my coffee, nothing. I was like, my brain was a little bit hazy. He's like, oh, I've been sent in by my son-in-law, and um, you know, he he wants me to get a toy for his partner. 
that's weird. But like <laughs> the way he had worded it, I, like my brain took a little bit to catch yeah. up thinking, wait, son in law. Partner. Isn't that his fucking daughter? daughter? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, and you know, like, cause again, I don't shame yeah. and don't start nothing. Like, and I try to be as professional as possible. I do have my moments, but I try to be as professional as possible. I was like, do you know if they've had toys before? Like, I don't want to go sit and point out like an 18 inch dildo and like, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I'm like, have, have they had toys before? I don't really know. I've just been sent in. So I'm like, all right. I showed him, I'm like, in my most sort of delicate way, showed him like the smaller, first time yeah, yeah. options. He left with like one that he shouldn't have left with. It was what? like eight inches. It was thick. It vibrates. I'm like, it was expensive. Do you think he was lying? Like maybe- 100% yeah, he was okay. lying. Would you, do you get that a lot? Like people coming and being so shy, they just make up shit? No, no. Look, okay. I, I'll be honest. Like I approach people in such a way where I'm very forward. You're here. I'm here. We might as well not make it as awkward as it gets. Yeah. You know, like I've trained all my staff as well. They know, go educate, educate, educate. And I tell people like, look, I've been, I've been doing this for 60 hours a week for the last 10 years. So- if anyone can teach you about your own clit or your own b- body or your own penis or what you like, yeah. give you a, a direct understanding of what you might need. Because here's the thing, like a lot of people will come in, they're like, oh, my friend told me to get this. My friend, I said, yes, exactly. I'm like, all due respect, what works for her might not work for you. So let me ask you questions and then we'll get a tailored response for what, you, what I would recommend. I like that. Well, that's, yeah. that's the way like it's got to go. Yeah, so, the better way forward. Yeah, and like, so you're going to have people that come in and lie, but I do it in a way that makes them feel like safe, relaxed, comfortable. You don't have to lie. And then they just open up and they're just like, oh, and I want to try this, this, and that. But whoa, 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 you just starting two seconds ago. Hold on a second. But you will have people that come in and lie. Yeah. I, I find men come in and over-exaggerate a lot. <laughs> oh, she, oh, she doesn't need a toy. She's got me. Well, that's why she fucking needs a needs toy a with toy. that shit attitude. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you, know, you can't build a house. With, well, you look, you can build a house with your bare hands, but it takes you longer. Or you can use tools and it gets you there quicker. I like that analogy. And this ain't about building houses. Correct. You know? <laughs> so. All right. Our last question before we get into our listener questions. But what would be your favorite thing about creating this kind of content or having your platform? I mean, you would receive them all the time. Like, I love receiving the messages where your content helps. Yeah. Like, that for me, like, that does it for me. Okay, yes, there's financial benefits of what I do. But someone said, they read a comment. Actually, I've got to read this yes. out. This, this for out. me, I was like, mum, I was literally sat down <laughs> eating my fucking yogurt last night looking at this comment like, mum, I fucking made it. <laughs> the way I've learned more about myself from this man than a therapist, LOL. I was like, oh, that is heck. I love that. I'm You're like, that's a difference. I'm like, that's mad. Like, that's, you know, and I get to help people in a way that they wouldn't have thought they needed help from. No. A guy who's got tattoos and shaved head and shit like that. So yeah. I think that's the, yeah, that's, that's definitely. Changing that lives. Definitely. We love it. Now, I want your advice. I want your hot take on things. Mm-hmm. The listeners are also very keen. I didn't actually tell them that it was you that was coming on, but people, people knew. And they had so many questions. I've picked out probably the most frequently asked and like my favorite ones as well. Are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. These are long questions too, so if I'm continuing to talk, just don't mind that. I can see it and listen, <laughs> I can see it and listen to you all day. You just talk. Oh, stop. 
stop. You're going to make me blush. How do you get out of a funk slash chore feeling in the bedroom after years and years of being together? We want to get things back to how they used to be, but feel too lazy and very comfortable after being together for so long. The thing is, we're in our early 20s, but I often feel like we have the sex life of an older couple and I want to bring that spark back. Okay. Leave him. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) No, don't do that. Don't do that. Listen, because they said early 20s. Yeah. So they've probably been together since they're like 16, 17, probably each other's first or second, which is fine. Look, this actually takes me back. I remember like being in. Being in the shop, like literally getting a vivid, I must be a psychic or something, but <laughs> we had like a vivid memory of being in the shop and this young couple came in, about 22, 23. I remember because I also used to run nightclubs. Mm-hmm. She always used to come to the nightclub and then she's obviously got a new boyfriend and, you know, they've been together a few years and I'm like, okay, cool. So I knew her age. Yeah. And she, it was the same vibe. And I remember telling him, and the first thing I said, I'm like, mate, you're young. You guys should be fucking dating each other. Not fucking. They should be fucking, but yeah. they were not fucking. So this is why they came in for advice. <laughs> but you guys should be dating each other like flat stick. Yeah. And this is where, like, because from a male's perspective, he's in the early years of his life where he probably believes his thought process is, I want to build. Like, I want to, you know, this is obviously the girl I want to spend my life with. Let me build a future. So they're doing less and less stuff. And guys think like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, Jeez. Yeah, man, you know, there's some good ones out there. Yeah. And he seems like a good one. So, okay. like, so this is what's going through their mind. He's probably thinking, you know, yeah. I want to build my future so I can't go do... And you also got to remember social media plays a part too. Yes. You might see, like, a, a young guy might see someone who's a bit older than him going to fancy restaurants and stuff like that. And like, I can't do that for my girl, blah, blah. So, i got to sit and save. The problem is, is when you sit and save, what do you normally do when you sit and save money? Nothing. And you think, well, she loves me. She's been with me for years, blah, blah, blah. So what do you do? You stop putting effort. I was going to say, I can relate to this listener because I feel like in any of my long-term relationship, it like hits like this point where things get so comfortable. We stop making effort. We stop having date nights and then it's like downhill. Literally, <laughs> you know, like, and that's, and that's yeah. the problem. Like that's what people don't realize is the date night makes a fucking difference. And realizing that your partner is not the same par- partner that you started with four or five years ago. Yes. Learn like, and there's three things. One, get date night back. Date night's important. And okay. it doesn't have to, the point where I was going with the financials, date night doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah. You can literally go get a $20 bottle of red wine, some fucking cheese and crackers, and go sit on a picnic somewhere. That's a cute date. I love that as a date. Do you know date. what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't, don't look at all these fuckers that are driving around, maybe they're further in life than you, they're going and taking girls to fancy dinners and shit. Firstly, you don't know how much money everyone's making. Yeah. He might only have 900 in his bank account <laughs> and like, oh no, baby, we, we can only get six oysters instead of 12. Like, don't, <laughs> easy tiger. Yeah. So you don't know. But if you are struggling, like it is weird financial times, if you are struggling, you don't have to go crazy. Just get fucking creative. The thing is with men as well is we don't need crazy sex. We're like quite, uh, is it in yet? Like whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> Women are the more adventurous ones who need that constant flair really? and stuff like that. I was listening to a podcast, I forgot who it, I'd love to quote her, but I forgot who it was. It was on Stephen Bartlett's. I think it was Stephen Bartlett's Diary of a CEO and yep. whoever the number one sex educator is. I'm like, that's crazy. I don't remember being on stage. Yeah. Bartlett, like, <laughs> it's obviously AJ. I don't know, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, is that the enemy? Um, but she was essentially saying that like a lot of the time men need, men are happy with just ejaculating and just as long as he gets to ejaculation yeah women need the fire that's yes. why you saw so many women when uh 50 shades of gray first came out like people who hadn't had sex with their partners for years all of a sudden they, they turn around and they look at him like fuck i want to rip his clothes off yeah that's why women are starting to love all these um book talk naughty novels and stuff like yes. that yes 
because it gives them that that flair, that creativity. You can still create that in your relationship, but it takes the two of you. So then the first thing, the best, quickest way to get it back is date night. Now, I know some of your listeners have kids. The second best way I'd probably recommend if you don't unfortunately have someone to leave the kids with or be able to leave, start doing activities together within the house. Mm -hmm. And secondly, incorporate going for a physical walk together, 30 minutes a day. Even if you take the kid with you, no phones. I like that. You unpack the day. Yeah. Instead of messaging each other flats, are you a messenger all day? No. You're not? No. I don't know. I get like message every day vibes from you. Really? No, like like 30 minutes. Minute? No, I'm happy with like a good morning. Yeah. How's your day going later in the That's day? That's how it's supposed to be, 100%. I don't like texting all day because then what do you have to talk about? Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the thing as well. Because you're with each other so much. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Fuck off. Don't text each other. Don't talk to each other. Morning, baby. How are you? Have an amazing day. Whatever. Send her a little, I've been thinking about you, whatever. And then bang. Nighttime. One hour. No fucking phone. I'm busy. You do fuck all. Everyone can make the time for it. I don't care. Like I have friends who have three to four multi-million dollar businesses and they put their phone down and talk to their wife for an hour. No excuses. Like relationships should be easy and full of (laughs) shit. You got to work. I agree. You got to work. So you have. Take effort. They do, you know. So go and actually plan a date night. Start creating experiences with each other. Start creating new adventures. Start creating new healthy habits and routine. That's the first thing. Yeah. The second thing. Sit down with each other and write out what you want to try. We all have fantasies in the bedroom. Sit down with each other. Make it comfortable and safe enough to be like, you know, okay, what you liked when you were 16, 17 and you first lost your virginity and you thought it was just missionary and cowgirl and doggy. You're obviously more, trying to find the word. You're more inclined, you're more exposed to yeah. what there is out there. So you're going to have different fantasies from what, like, from when you were 18 to what you are now. You're 23, 24? Me. Yeah. I'm, thir- I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm 30 now. No, I'm, like, yeah. I'm going I'm based thir- on looks. At 30 now, it's, you know? it's a lot different to like how I was at 23, how I was at 18. Exactly. Like, it changes. Like you grow. But a lot of the time when we start in relationships young, we don't grow that part of ourselves with our partner because yeah. we feel like, well, are they going to judge me? I have a story. I, ha- I had an ex that gave me like this. Fuck him. What? So <laughs> no, don't fuck him, fuck him. Like, fuck him, fuck, fuck him. Yeah. It was, like a, it was like a list of like things that like you could tick or like cross Ooh. of what you like or what you don't like. And that was nice because then like you didn't have to really like think about it. But there were options there. I don't know where the list came from. but I actually like that it idea. It was like a checklist. You I think I might one. create one and then put it up for free or something. Yeah. That's it. I like that. But that's, again, that's a way of like communicating. Yeah. How were you meant to know that maybe you wanted to do sex outside and you didn't really feel that comfortable telling him or you didn't want him to look at you differently? Because a lot of the time as well is there's the Madonna complex that comes into relationships. What's that? So the Madonna complex, I might butcher the explanation, but essentially the Madonna complex is men, there was a, I think it was a psychologist and he, he came up with the ideology that men see women like that they're emotionally in love with in two ways. You either see them like, uh, his language, a whore like Madonna, like that sort of sexy, sultry, like bad for you, but like cheeky, naughty, yeah. or like your innocent, loving, caring wife. Okay. That's what, why you, you'll find a lot of women, their husband won't maybe slap them in the bedroom or get a little rough because he sees, I can't do that. You, That's my wife. That's I, res- so I respect her, but he can go to a hotel room at Zetland's and, you know, maybe meet a girl, make sure that you're single. <laughs> Not in a relationship. Like meet, meet a girl and he's happy to get rough. Well, obviously, as always, consensual as well. Like rough and playful and stuff like that. But he won't do that exact same thing with his wife. Even wow. though his wife wants that. 
Yeah, wow. I, it's crazy because I like I remember sitting down with my cousins. Now, if any of my cousins feel oh actually wives now are listening. <laughs> No, you're not. Turn off the podcast. No, I have clear <laughs> boundaries with them. I said to my I don't want to know nothing about your sex lives. I don't want to know anything about your willy bears or anything. I do not <laughs> give a fuck. But as your cousin who's in this space, and obviously I, I respect and love their partners very much that I'd hope that they make the fucking effort for them. They do. Very blessed. Um, but I said to them, like, as fucked up as it sounds, you got to love her like an absolute princess and queen, but you have to have sex in the bedroom like you're never going to see her again. And you keep that up. Good advice. You you keep that up. You have you're a lot closer to having a healthier marriage in the long run, rather than like if it's it's just my prince. She did the baby. Like I don't want <laughs> like I don't want to slap her. I don't want to choke her. Even though she wants that. Majority yeah. of women want. Why do you think that Fifty Shades of Grey so, yeah, sold yeah, so much? Yeah, yeah. Three six five. Oh my god! I wish I knew a drug lord that can come kidnap me. <laughs> the fuck! Like that's why they love her. Yeah. Because but it's like all this repressing. Speak about it. Okay. You know? Create create those those lists. Yeah, have those conversations. So with the young ones, sorry, we'll go back. <laughs> go on the dates. Yeah. Take each other out. Make the yep. fucking effort. Also make the effort to have your own fucking lives. So yes. then you have things to talk about. Yes. I always talk about that. It's like don't make your relationship everything. Have hobbies, have friends, no, have other things that no. you can do and get enjoyment from and like fulfill your needs because I think it's unrealistic for a partner to meet every single one of your needs. You need a lot of things to meet all your needs. So you have to nice wholesome advice. fill your cup up and then let yes. it overflow. So yeah, that's I hope that helps. That does help. Our or second, buy sex toys. Well, I think that will help with our second question. I'm 25 and I have never had an orgasm. I felt close several times with partners and myself, but I just haven't experienced the release. Do you have any tips? 100%. What's your number one tip? If you have two, I'll let you have two. I got like five. All right, give us the five. You're like this is gonna be a thirty-minute podcast. I know. Three hours in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I have a flight to catch. I will get you You're there. No, make I'll make sure. I will drive you to the airport personally if I have to. Okay. So, first things first. You're going to have to, we're going to do a lot of unpacking. So if you're struggling to orgasm by yourself and you're struggling to orgasm with a partner, a lot of it can be mental as well. Mm -hmm. Another thing is depends depends on if they're on antidepressants because okay. that can play a massive role too. Yeah, medication can impact that. The best thing to do is buy two things. Buy a book called Letting Go by David Hawkins. Yeah, I'll link this in the notes. Phenomenal. You should get it too. I will get it. Um, Taking notes for myself. Phenom yeah, phenomenal book. And there's another one. Anything by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Okay. Okay. Letting go is, th there's a lot of shame, guilt, and negative emotions that we hold towards our sex life. Now, she's 25. She grew up in sort of our era where mm. sex was still taboo. Yeah, you couldn't really talk about it. No, so the parents would have, she might have had an auntie or a parent or a church group who were like, sex are bad and mm. sex isn't good. So psychologically, you internalize that. her nervous system isn't going to allow her to finish because it's been trained that, no, 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 no. That's there's a whole bunch of shame and guilt attached to if I orgasm because it's disgusting. Yeah, like a subconscious. Literally. Wow. There's so many subconscious blocks that we don't realize we have yeah, towards yeah. our sex life that once you release them, she'll be like, "Oh my god, it's like Niagara Falls." <laughs> Secondly, is get a vibrator. Yeah. Do you have a recommendation for the yes, listeners? Yes, definitely for first time toys. If you're gonna get one, get the NU Sensual 60 SX AMP. Now, okay. the reason being is... Can you send me the link I for will that? send you the link, don't I'll worry. put that Thank in the you. notes as well. It's that. It's like a little bit longer than a normal clitoral bullet mm -hmm. and it's not too big. So, it's not intimidating. So, when you explore internally, it's not intimidating at all. And then you can still hold it and hold it on the clit yeah. so it's not too massive. Okay. Another thing as well is like 
we go get sex toys, but you think that, okay, I'm going to get one that looks like his penis or the size of his penis. It doesn't fucking work like that. Yeah. The littlest little pinky size vibrator can get you off better than a 10 inch penis. Like it's Love that. clitoral. It's clitoral. Size matters. No, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that would be my advice. De- definitely get that book. Okay. Unpack all that and you'll find that it will help you answer a lot of the things. And it's not just good for sex. It's good for life. Uh, that's my top book to recommend to anyone. Anybody. I'm going to get it right after this. Our next question. First of all, love you Adele and AJ with a wink face. I'm looking for some advice. I've been seeing a guy for seven months. We have great chemistry, romance. We haven't said the three little words to each other yet, but I know we are both heading towards that direction as he's made it quite clear with his actions over our time together. I truly think he could be the one for me, but over the time of knowing him, he has never gone down on me. I almost always go down on him and he loves it before we have sex but he has never returned the favor. I need foreplay in my life rather than just raw dogging it every time. In brackets, it hurts. I don't know how to bring this up with him as it's a little embarrassing. I would appreciate any advice on how to bring up the conversation as I assume if he really wanted to, he would have. And I would never want to make anyone do something they're not comfortable with. Thank you. I love how you emphasize I'm not comfortable with. I know. (laughs) Three words they said. Yeah. i got three words. What? Block, move on. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> now, nah, look. <sighs> Firstly, the raw dogging. I'm thinking that's obviously penetrative. Yeah. So he's not getting her aroused enough. Yeah. There's like a certain point, like there's a lot of women who love to be givers and they get turned on by turning you on. But yeah. there's also a certain point that you got to fucking put the effort in and turn right. it on. Yeah. Here's my thing. If this is the one, she's more at risk of being in a in a not like as much as she thinks it's an amazing thing, she's yeah. more at risk of setting her relationship up for failure yes. and a whole bunch of resentment because she's not able to communicate. You'd rather be someone be like less than the one, but you can actually clearly communicate with them. Yeah. So there's like a work in progress. Also, don't fall in love with potential ever. Um, yes, I was going to say, I would rather, I'd rather be, if he was the one, you would be able to have the conversation well, or he would just be going down on you. The first thing the first thing I <laughs> love is when she's like, oh, the actions line up with the words. I'm yeah. like, well, like that's already ticking green flags. The best, just have the conversation. Like, okay. look, just be like, look. Outside of the bedroom, is that what you would say? I think yeah. so. Like, but don't do it in like a heated argument. No, pick the time. <laughs> pick the time. Like, don't be like, you know, like, just don't do like after an argument. Well, you know, and what should she say to you? And you him? hate my dog. And why don't you go down on me? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, that wasn't left the field. What, what, what happened to the dog? Just honestly talk. Just like, hey, look, I love the sex. Because here's the thing, too. You don't want to shoot him down. You don't want to shoot him down. Yeah. Because he, like, men are very fragile. We got fragile egos. Can we, can we do a shit sandwich? You know, the shit sandwich? <laughs> no, not literal shit. Like, where you. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Stay with me. Stay this with is me. room locked. Now I get out of here. This is like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, like, you say something good and then you give your, like, constructive feedback and then you say something good. So you, like, sandwich the constructive feedback with, like, a compliment. So she could say to him. I know that. That's good. I'm going to yeah, try that. So she could say to him. I really like how you do this in the bedroom, but I would love it if you did more of this so that I could feel more connected to you or frame it up like that. Is, yeah. that, is that good for a fragile guy? I don't know. I, I think yeah, you can do it like that. What, what I generally recommend is you can say it like that and also mention that, look, I heard on a podcast. Don't ever say that a male, you heard it from a male. Yeah. But like that, you I heard it on Adele's Your Safe yeah, Space. Yeah, I, I heard on Your Safe <laughs> Space. And she had the sex guy on there and like it was talking all wild shit. No. <laughs> but um, just say, yeah, literally say that. Like, look, express it. Let it all out and yeah. just be like, look. Have the convo. They, they were talking about, you know, trying this out. I'd love to try it. I noticed that you don't really go down on me that much. 
is there something on your end? Is there something on my end? Yeah. He might have just had a bad experience with the like with the you know the person before him, and maybe not being like confident or wanting to. Contrary yeah. to unpopular like popular belief, men aren't the only ones who are like like can have bad experience. No, women aren't the only ones who have bad experiences yeah. as well. Men can have bad experiences as well. Everyone you can know? have bad experiences. Yeah. You never know that if he maybe got the bad day or. Maybe didn't even realize. So yeah, yeah. definitely the best way, like you said, shit sandwich and <laughs> shit sandwich. talk to like just let it out. Because if you can't communicate about your sex life, yeah, wait till you guys are married and it comes to communicating about your kids, communicating about shit with your mother in law, yeah. communicating like finances, building a life, finances, a future, money, TV. religion, everything. You want to be able to talk to him about everything, not just yeah. like I can tell him my feelings, but you haven't spoken to him about being eaten out. So like, can you? Yeah, it might be perfect, but don't. Don't fuck up something that's good. Like, don't don't be scared to fuck up something that's good in a relationship. A lot of you are going to be like, oh, so he's saying go to the grass is green. I'm like, you know. <laughs> don't be scared to fuck up something that's good for the chance of it being great. If it's so amazing, imagine now when he goes down on you too. Yeah. Might not even be, be that good, but he's doing it now. Like, it's a work in progress. <laughs> it's a work in progress. So, yeah. Okay, our next question. This what, is fun. I like it. Like this it? is like mad. a bit like... Rapid fire. We have we have four more. I think I'm coming every week. That's it. I've decided. All right. We'll make you a regular guest. We'll do a segment. <laughs> Co-host AJ. What's the hottest thing a woman can do in the bedroom? Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Just exist. Like it's women. Like. Okay. Look, I don't know. Like it, it depends on what type of sex people like. Yeah. I'm more personal, even though I don't really talk about my sex life. I'm more like the sort of sensual type. Like I'm okay. like the slow emotional sort of type. I'm a cuddler. So like Cute. anything like energetically like that, kissing's off tap. Woman who's a good kisser, shut the gates. Okay. But like, have fun. Yeah. Because if you focus on having fun rather than getting in your head and thinking, how's this look? How's my role look? How's my mum tum look? How's my cellular look? Has he ain't give a fuck about that? Let me tell you something. If he didn't find you attractive, his dick wouldn't be hard there where you <laughs> naked in front of him. Secondly. He wouldn't be able to, like, the reason why he can't get it up half the time is because of his own anxiety that he wants to perform. I was going to just ask that. What, no. What happened, hap like, we don't take that personally? If no. <laughs> You're naked in front of him. Okay. Like, if he didn't want to be there or he didn't find you attractive, why would you be naked in front of him? Yeah, true. That's a good point. Yeah. Half these fuckers don't even want to get up off the couch. Like, you're naked. You're literally naked in front of him. It's yeah. a nerves thing. I, like... Love women. I have my moments where he doesn't work. And like I have to literally sit there and explain like, it's not it's you. Not you. It's yeah. not you. Don't don't worry. Like, <laughs> it's not you. I, I'm an empath. So I know how you're feeling. So I don't want you to feel like that. So <laughs> if I could make him work, he'd be working. We both miss out. It's not <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. But if it does happen, like if you've got guys listening and girls listening, even if girls are listening, go back to foreplay straight away. Okay. Don't sit and dwell on it. Yeah, yeah. Don't make it a thing. Just back to foreplay. What's with your little guy? What's, what's the go? Like, you know, like, see, what? Doesn't like me or something. Like, he fucking likes you. That's why you're <laughs> naked. Like, go back to foreplay. Yeah. Because what it is, got to get his mind off it. Yeah. He's probably thinking about the Roman Empire. That's why his dick's not working. Yeah. You know what? You've actually gone into the next question, which was about how do you get your mind in the mood? And this person said, sometimes I'm physically in the mood, but my mind will drift off sometimes into random thoughts instead of concentrating what's going on. It happens every now and then, and I don't know if I'm the only one. I think it's quite common. I think it is. Yeah, I can even relate. Like sometimes my mind's going fucking to random shit, and I'm like, just stay right here. <laughs> just having seasons, just the Roman Empire. Like, why? Why did they do have aqueducts? <laughs> it, it is very common. Yeah. The look. The thing is, is if you feel yourself drifting, bring yourself back to the present moment and focus on your breath. 
that's the quickest way to do it. Yeah, like literally breathing. focus on like do the box method. So it's four, 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 four. So okay. for four seconds, then hold for four seconds and let go for four seconds and then wait for four seconds and do it again. Because okay. you want to bring yourself back to the moment. Yeah, I and like that, that. The breath will do that. Another thing as well, like women's brain, brains and men's brains, they go crazy because they're like, oh, like they'll start thinking about all other shit and like, oh, I don't like this or maybe I do like that or why is it going on here and how do I look here? And your brain gets so fucking frazzled that yeah. you... It fucks the whole mood. Yeah. Get out of your head and focus on having fun. That's why people love drunk sex. Yeah. Get out of your head. Yeah. And it's like you're not really thinking. (laughs) A bit messy. (laughs) Yeah. Like. Yeah. We can live. Like look at that. You you grew that. Like woo. Like have fun. Yeah. Focus on having fun. Don't focus on performing. It's like the best, the best podcast. When you when you probably you know, start a new format or something. You're like. I want it to land. But then you get in the flow of it and it becomes more fun yes. than performance space. And then what happens? You just hit, hit, yeah. hit. Same with sex. Focus on having fun. Kick back. The rest will take care of itself. Yeah. If you focus on like, I want to perform. I want to be the best head he's ever gotten. If you want to do that, obviously get a master class. But like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> sorry, I had to plug it. But get out of your head. Okay. Get it. Like the way to get out of your head is focus back on your breathing and get back in the moment and focus on having fun. Yeah. Even have a laugh. Like, have a laugh. It doesn't have to be so fucking yeah, serious. Yeah, it's not serious. Just chill the fuck he's, out. Like, you know, if he's consensually choking you, like, laugh. Like, ah. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. A few more. This question is, how do I become more confident in the bedroom? Starts outside the bedroom. Okay. Immediately outside the bedroom. Yeah. The more you focus on becoming confident outside the bedroom the less like becoming in like it becomes irrelevant because yeah. then you're naturally you just become you mm-hmm. and then you you vibrate on every it different trans- frequency like it translates into every other area of your life everywhere you become confident in confident in yourself you become confident in business you yeah. become confident in thing and it's just putting those like those thought processes in place so for example if you want to get better in the bedroom start with getting body a uh, better within your body okay now i literally had cuz i posted a video the other day and someone's like, they're commenting. And they're like, oh, you know, oh, it was about having sex in the mirror. I'm like, it's fucking hot. Like, you know, like, you know, do your thing and you're watching each other. And she's like, I can't look at myself in the mirror while, while having sex because looking in the mirror altogether revolts me. I'm like, for fuck, that sucks to get to a place like that. Yeah. But that's okay. Like, can't get worse. So let's move. We can move yeah, up let's from move there. Forward. <laughs> can't get worse. Yeah. You look in the mirror, you hate yourself. Cool. We, we got steps in place with things. So I said to her, literally, Look in the mirror every fucking day. Start with clothes on because you hate yourself naked. Start with clothes on and start complimenting yourself. I don't want to see like my way of teaching and giving advice a little bit more like full on in the sense like I'm not going to take excuses because everything is possible. So you either want to change yeah. or you don't. I'll hug you when we get the results. Okay. I'm not going to hug Like tough love. <laughs> oh, I got in trouble from a, uh, I got in, tr- I got in so much trouble from a, a PT at my gym <laughs> because like, she's like, oh, how would you PT people? I'm like, if it's a man, like, if women, I was like, you know, you can do this, woo, you can do yeah. this. If it's a guy, get on your fucking knees and do push-ups. Like, let's go. Hurry the fuck up. Let's go. I was chubby before. My PT, like, my coach, like, the man, he didn't let me, like, sook. Yeah. I was sook. AJ, shut the fuck up and let's go. <laughs> men and women need to be coddled differently. Women yeah. like, I'm on my little princess. We got this. One step closer. We're there, baby. And then get on the fucking ground, you little <laughs> gronk. But in terms of that, we're not doing it like that. No, so no, no. you have to compliment yourself. So yeah. for women and men and men, oh, full transparency. I used to have a, a stage in my life. I wasn't that confident naked. It was yeah. weird. I was like, what the fuck? Like nothing wrong with me. And 
I had to get over that. And th- I started practicing. I go in the mirror, I start complimenting myself. Yeah. I get some fucking nice earlobes on. You look at them earlobes. Like you start complimenting little things. You start with the things that everyone can find one little thing about themselves. Yeah. It might not even be external. It could be internal. Like I like the way you handle this situation. Start watering that fucking garden and then get naked. And then because when you're naked, a lot of the time confidence in the bedroom, we're scared of the vulnerability. Yes. I've got a story in a second, but keep Yeah, going. like the vulnerability. You want to be like, you're scared because you're, fuck, I'm all out to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. like everything's on the table. And everyone, like that's why everyone gets scared of like if nudes get legged and all these, what if my nudes get legged? I was like, I'll be walking around my fucking my apartment naked with all the windows open. I don't give a fuck. Leak them. Naked window neighbor. Leak them. Like who cares, you know? Like, because you have to get that confidence. And then yeah. once you start fueling that fire, you'll start, oh, you know what? I actually... I love my skin. I love how my body looks. I love that I got a little bit extra on the sides. I love this. I love that. And you start fueling. Then you walk into that bedroom like, I love me. So even if you look at me at a bad angle or anything, it's not going to affect me because I love me. And the fact that you love you yeah. now takes you out of your head and back yes. into the fun. So then it's you're all connected. He's like fucking, oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, who is it? Wow, like he's fucking freaking, like he's like getting the best like sex of his life. Like who is this? Because she's not worried about performance. She's just having fun. She's like bouncing and grinding and riding and she's having fucking the best time ever. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. Thank you for that. Get in the mirror and start complimenting yourself. Animated. What was that story? My story is asking for a friend. This is definitely not about me, but I feel like my confidence takes a hit when I have like a really long, long, long dry spell. I feel. That's like anyone. Okay, <laughs> this is turning into an Adele and AJ therapy session. Yeah, so don't worry, we're, we're here for it. That's like anyone. That's yeah. like, we all have those moments. Like yeah. you have moments where you're like, ah, shit. Or like, for example, for a guy, if it's been a while, he might not work. Willie Bear don't work. Like, because okay. he's nervous and he wants to perform. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. we all have fucking, tr- just think about it like this. You're the exact same fucking person as you were last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's no difference. It's just like. It's taking a little bit longer to get it, you know? Okay. And it also, another important thing, because I know you've got a lot of women, make sure you fucking find someone who you know is going to make you feel comfortable. The more safe, secure, and comfortable he makes you feel, the better the sex is going to be. That's true. And the less, like, the less worried you're going to be. If you're just fucking the toxic bloke because you want the sex... You're better off holding out and waiting for a nicer bloke who's maybe a little bit well, less. That's why the dry spells are there, you know. <laughs> we got we got toys for that, missionary. You know, I got you. I know. Yes, yes. We. Yeah. I was going to send you a care package, but I'm like, you do live at home, so I was like, <laughs> and I don't know. I was going to bring one. I had, literally have one packed at the shop, but I didn't have time to get it. That's but okay. next Definitely time you do Sydney, not send it to my house. You can give it to me the next time. Yeah. I'm next time you actually next time you're in Sydney, it's got your name on it, and you can take it through customs. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> what is that? Is that 15 inches? That's different. That's a new size. Don't do that to me. All right, our last question, and this is a little bit of a controversial one. Oh fuck. I accidentally confessed to my boyfriend that I sometimes fake my orgasms. He was really upset about it, but I don't think it's such an issue. Yes or no? Yes, it is an issue. It is an issue. It's a big issue. It's an issue. Liar. You liar. And I think he can be upset. Can he be upset? I think he can. I'm, yeah, he can be upset. I hate talking about my fucking sex life, but sometimes I, I don't I don't know who to give as an example. A <laughs> friend. A friend. Yeah, yeah, my friend. My friend. My friend. Shaved head, same tats, everything. But like, my my biggest thing is I don't want I don't want someone to fake it. Yeah. Don't fake it. Yeah. I'd rather know that I'm like getting you there. Yeah. If I don't, like I'm comfortable enough in my own masculinity to ask you, okay, 
roadmap? Where's it go? Like, do I go left? Do I go right? Do I go up? Down? Like, are we closed? What works for you? Tell me. So, because another thing is, women don't seem to communicate to their partner what they want. Yeah. And he's just doing... He's not a mind reader. He's doing the same shit that he was using on that stupid bitch of an ex that not women are not... <laughs> you get what I mean? Don't fucking see the... The ex. It, you... You're telling me you don't have an ex that you don't <laughs> that you don't hate his ex? Like, come exactly, on, let's yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Let's just make it very clear. But he's like, all the stuff that worked on his ex, the male brain thinks that, oh, I'll just do the same thing. It'll work on her, even though he doesn't see you as his ex. But it's like, it's a woman. He'll he'll do the same. You know that you know. No, it's just what he knows. You got to teach him. Mm-hmm. You got to be like, baby, this works for me. This doesn't work for me. This does, this works for me. And again, if you're early in the relationship and he's not reciprocating and he doesn't like it, he ain't the one for you. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a man that communicates. You need someone because then the sex is going to be fire when you're sitting there openly right. talking about it and shit like that. Oh my God, that doesn't work for you. Okay, let me try this. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let me do that. That's the best way to do it. So I would be pissed too if she lied to me. But yeah, I've been it's a disservice it. to her and to him and the relationship for lying. You're what else have you been lying to me about? Oh, Show yeah. me the fucking work husband right now. I want to <laughs> see him what he looks like. He's always a work husband. Ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck maybe, that. Maybe you're my work husband. You know what? I'll be your work husband. Done. Okay, perfect. Thank you, AJ. You're welcome. Now, we are at the end of the show. <sighs> Fuck, seriously? Can we do another hour? This is oh, fun. you're having fun? But it's a man. I don't I'm want you to leave either. <laughs> I don't want to leave either. <laughs> Hard, you're leaving the whole state. I'm, I'm only leaving the room. You're leaving the whole I state. No, I'm flying back to Melbourne. No, I think I'm you should do a poll if you should move to Sydney or JC or something. You should do a poll. Okay. Ed- editor, add poll in. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Do I have rights yet? <laughs> do you have rights? Of course you do. Our final segment of the show is a PS, like a little sign-off, like mm. a little postscript, but it's a recommendation okay. of the week. So do you have a recommendation for our listeners today? I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this. I'm just bringing uh, it on you. Is it like life? Whatever. Sex, it can be anything. Toys? It can, absolutely anything you want. All right. Life. Go get yourself the book. Ask and it is given by Essen Abraham Hicks. Okay. I've read it twice in the last week and a half. It is How ch- quickly can you read books? Very quick? Because yeah, I stopped, I stopped, like, stopped giving multiple women attention and started behaving myself and I had to reuse it. I'm like, a ma- like you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Not like that. I'm just like, you know, I just prioritise my time better. Okay. I spend less time on social media, replying to stories. And He's got a sending, work-life balance. Sending fire emojis. And now I'm like, you know. You I'm never beha- send me fire emojis. You get like full blown. I'm proud of you. And stuff like that. <laughs> you want fire emoji? No, or you want essays? I, essays. See what I mean? You can't. Essays. You can't win. <laughs> get that book. Okay. Crazy sex. Get yourself a suction cup. One. Uh, suction no, suction cup. Suction top. Suction clitoral suction stimulator. Oh, even the womanizer brand. Or get yourself like a Satisfier Pro. Okay. Satisfier Pro is a shit, but like. They're okay, but they're yep. like entry level to get a womanizer. Okay, so womanizer is your... Essentially, it's like when your partner goes down on you, the two seconds he gets right, but continually. Okay, amazing. Yeah. And it doesn't talk back. We love that. Oh, I'm sad. We're at the end of the show. There's always part two. Yeah, well, where, there is part two, but where can listeners find more of you? Give us a plug. Give us a spiel. Tell us. Plug? Well, <laughs> <coughs> look, just go to my IG, AJ Papadatos. Um, sorry, Greg last name, P-A-P-A-D-A-T-O-S. I'll link all of this in the notes as well. And, and TikTok, AJ Missionary Paps. And if you want toys and masterclasses, oh, so I'm a sex educator. I've got a bunch of masterclasses, which teach women all the stuff we speak about. Yeah. Again, on my website, Missionary to Madam. Yeah, and you've got a podcast as well. So some. Yeah, it's all right. It's not as good as this. Hey. It's not It's not as well set up and I don't got editors. I, don't, I haven't done it properly. Like <laughs> Mine's like a home brand. 
less informative, less prettier no, than don't say safe that. space. I'm telling you now, but it's Missionary University. Yes, and I I actually binge watched, binge listened to quite a few. I know episodes. you told me. I was like, wow, she yeah, does her homework. I was like, I'm doing my homework. I like know, that studying AJ, and it's great. So don't discredit yourself like that. Oh, stop it. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go read now. Up. I'm gonna start blushing. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. And again, like this is like a true testament of what healing from a breakup looks like. Thank you know, you. you you used it. You came out stronger. Now you've created a platform for both men and women. Like you're thriving. I love seeing it. Love seeing you grow. Love seeing all the fucking sponsorships come through too. Like Thank get a girl, you. you know what I mean? You're and the best. Fuck that gronk that said that shit about Franklin, you <laughs> little girl. You have ever been deader. Using your mum's Wi-Fi to leave negative comments. <laughs> Pay your own bills, you bum. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. As always, tag us on your stories while you're listening. That helps the podcast so much. And don't be shy. We are taking five stars on Spotify. That would help me quite a bit. Hard. Give give them five stars. (laughs) And please follow us on TikTok and Instagram. And I'll see you next time. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Gadigal land, hosted by me, Adele Marie. Your Safe Space is a part of the Amplify Podcast Network.